episode is sponsored by Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn at popculturepops.com. That's pops with a Z. Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. Very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighborhood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Okay, so what's good in the hood? Yep, we're back at it. We're back at it. I want to share mine. You want to share it's not good? super exciting, but okay. my heat went out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really good. No, okay, that's a good point. No, but it's like on my what's mind. What's going on? It's exactly what's well, going well, on. Yeah. So I have, this is funny, not funny, but um, so Clayton and I are always trying to stay funny. And my husband is so great at fixing things. Like he really is. He's redone the bathroom. He's put in a new toilet, new sink. And I was like really excited about that because we saved a lot of money on our bathroom. Mm-hmm. So the heat goes out and Clayton's like, Oh, we're not paying someone to come fix it. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, I know what's wrong with it. And I know I can fix it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and he has to get a piece. It's our igniter. And he can't get it at a Home Depot, so he had to order it online. <laughs> so I'm, he's like, you can freeze for three days. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, now I'm not grateful that you can fix things because we're not hiring someone. I feel like the parent, you know, that's like, yeah. we're going to save that money. Just put on a coat. Mm-hmm. And I tried to tell my grandma about it to get some sympathy. She's like, we didn't have, when I was growing up, we didn't have heat. My mom just put us in our coats and hats. She's like, sleep in your coat. She's right. Yeah, that's the sympathy I got. And so, anyway, you're such a great friend. I borrowed your space heater. We went and bought another one, and we have a small house, so it's working. It's working but it's supposed to come in actually today. So when so when this episode airs, hopefully I will have heat. <laughs> Anyway, that's what's not good in my hood. But it's good. It's all good because guess what? You're a homeowner. I am. Dealing with the challenges of being a homeowner. Yes. And that We're is... being responsible. And honestly, we were looking at prices like it's like $150 just to have someone come, come out look. to look at it. Just look. Yeah. And They're like, I'm looking. Yeah. Give me that money. Seriously. So yeah. Clayton's like, we are not paying for that. I can fix it. And I'm like, all right, fine. So yeah. I'm grateful to have him good at that stuff. But then there's like a downside to it too. Yeah, it's so, It's all right. It's all right. I'm staying warm. I so got, yes, Virginia weather hasn't been too... No, it hasn't weather. been bad. So I'm so, I'm lucky on that one. So what's good in your hood? So like I'm looking at my calendar like, yeah, what has been good in my hood? Yeah. So cool stuff that happened this week. Okay, so the highlight of my week always is going to the school and getting to like read. I picked up a new class to oh, read to. Cool. So oh, I read I love to kindergartners because I get to be a superstar. Yeah. I get to walk in and like be... So I'm like the Beyonce of reading books. <laughs> you have your own fans. I do, and it's so fun. So I picked up a new class to read books to, and that was really exciting. Um, I um, got a chance to... Uh, oh, geez, I went in the wrong place in my notes. Month. There we go. Yep, picked up a new class. Today is the 28th. Oh, I went to a breakfast for like community leaders on Saturday morning, which Mm. was a bunch of fun. Just getting to meet all these different people in the community. And it was so funny because we walked in and there were 
four people in there that were young. Oh, wow. And we all I looked know. at each other like, dum, dum, dum. You, you immediately connect. I know. Immediately. That happens to me all the time. Because the stuff that we're interested in doesn't lend itself to be millennials. <laughs> no. <laughs> or have millennials in the room. So hopefully one day, me and those other, the it's two young ladies and a gentleman, uh, will be able to sit down and just chop it up about the the... Not the woes, but how could we do a better job? Yes. With once we're in that position, yeah. Yes. So like once we're in that position, how do we attract? How do you connect the generation? So yeah. that was like that was fun. It's I just think it's always a good time to when you get to do. I, Saturdays are typically me and trying to catch up on stuff or taking my son to rugby. So it was nice to have a Saturday where I was doing something other than taking a kid to rugby. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that something for you. Yes. Yeah. And what's also good is I learned a little bit more about Christine and my mother and their Degum Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we love them. My mom has bought a Christmas tree already. I love that. And she, yes. We're very similar. Yes. She's already bought a Christmas tree. And um, yeah, I wouldn't. 12 and feet. 12 feet. My ceilings aren't big enough. That's my dream. That's though. what my That's mom's my ceilings aren't big enough. Oh. What does she do? I don't. She's like, I'm going to make it work. I think in her foyer, she might like push it over. I mean, like bend the top down. That's actually really funny. I think in her foyer, she's going to try to do it. But what? why that's good in my hood? Because hearing the smile in her face makes me That's how I feel. It brings me genuine joy. I didn't take my tree down until last week. Truly. I left it up. I'm one of those weirdos. I do. When I was in Cleveland, I used to leave it up till February and just decorate. Girl! Yeah. I would decorate it in, um, like, hearts and, like, pink um, for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because, you know, you're you're from the Midwest. It's still cold. Yes. And wintry feeling, so it's kind of like a feeling of extended Christmas. Shut up. I know, I get made fun of it by everyone. So Clayton no, finally okay. made me take it down. He's like, this is ridiculous. It feels warm here. It's not Christmas. You just have to come take to grips with it. Come to grips with it. Yeah. Come to terms. That's all right. But Christmas in your heart. <laughs> all year long. And that's in the giving of this. So in the spirit of giving, we are talking about giving. Oh, good transition, girl. That was smooth. <laughs> that was good. Yes. Give it reparations. Reparations. So this is, should white people, do white people. People own all reparations to black people. Do they? Based on history. Don't, 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 don't. I liked this one because this is like an audio diary of the process that I went through. And I I went through like, it was amazing. I went through like first like absolutely not, no, then change, and I won't give anything else away. And then at the end, stay tuned for an extra bonus. Yeah, we kind of had to sit on this one and process it yeah. a bit more and then come back to the conversation. So you'll be hearing that in the end. But hopefully during the arm conversation, you have some feelings and you get the opportunity to share them with us. Yeah, please do. Please do. And then join us on Thursday yep. because we go live on Facebook and we will be talking about this. Yes, every Thursday, 9 o'clock on yep. your neighbor's hood page on Facebook. Eastern Instagram. Yes, Eastern Standard. <laughs> I forget. But so we have listeners in different countries. Yes, so, so you can always pick it up Yeah, uh, sure. on the Facebook. If you're not able to be there in a right. live, pick it up wherever. Yep. So yeah. All right. We hope you um, enjoy this conversation. Yeah. Uncomfortable conversation specifically about reparations. <laughs> Good. We will figure it out, but I want to show you this. Um, I can, I can get this. Because they're not going to be able to hear. 
Okay. You know what I mean? The Insta story. Let me find her. I don't know if you know this girl. Oh, this girl when you say... Do you know who this is? Um, no. Okay. Here. It says... Why, okay, dear white people, instead of sharing whitewash MLK quotes tomorrow, give some money to a black person. Reparations or a bust. Okay, it's so her thing says black people put your own businesses Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App handles in the comments. White folks play it, pay up. Share this post widely. Reparations, hashtag reparations, hashtag reparations or bust, hashtag MLK, hashtag Martin Luther King Jr. I'll just show you the beginning. Good morning or afternoon. I just wanted to say happy MLK Day, but also people are telling me how much money they've received and how giving today has been. So I'm just so thankful that that post has made it. I especially want to just acknowledge black folks for putting their cash app and PayPal's and Venmo's there. As a black person, I know how hard it is to just receive for no reason, just to just to get things, just for virtue of just being black, just because of the circumstances that... And just a reminder that y'all, we deserve it. We deserve yes. that. We don't yes. need an explanation. That's why I was telling y'all, y'all don't need to explain why you need the money. You just deserve it. And that's Even it. Even if you just wanted it. If you just wanted it, if you just wanted to go buy a glass of wine, if you wanted to go have... I'm just interested to see. <laughs> this is a, I'm going, yeah. Because <laughs> I have opinions. Of, I got no, feelings no, no. about this one. Okay. And I've read the one, oh, there's up to 2,000, but I read 1,000 comments last night. Well, seriously. Yeah, just <laughs> I did. Through. Okay, yeah. so what did you get from those comments? So, preface it to say this is an activist, and she she's asking for reparations for black people. Uh, and she's asking just any black people to put their handles of Venmo in yeah. the in the comments. Mm-hmm. Just and you don't know the black people. You just they're just black. They're she's just saying that because of what just white people, people have done, white people owe money. Okay. Okay. Um, and then what else I saw was white people were asking, "Why would I give?" I don't, I don't know these people. I don't understand why I'm giving. And they were shouted down. They were called racist because they were asked. They were just genuinely asking, like, I'm going to give. If I'm giving money, if I'm being asked to give money. Sorry. No, sorry. Um, so if I'm being asked to give money, like, I would like to know where my money's going. Like, who right. am I giving, who it, I giving it, to? it to? When they asked that, they were legitimately told that they were racist that they should sit sit down and shut up and that they should not ask that because black people, by nature of being black, deserve money. They deserve reparations. Reparations. Yeah. So So, do you want to share your opinion or want me to share my, like, what do you... So I think it might be good to establish what reparations is. Yes. And I, you know what, for this episode, maybe we should go back. There's something that they said to read and I, I I have to preface, I have not read it. Ta-Nehisi Coates... Uh, he wrote an entire piece for the Atlantic on reparations. On reparations. Okay. I have not read that piece. Now, what I do know is that it, it preference <laughs> references housing discrimination and and how we need to make up for that. So he's not asking for straight money. I do know that. I didn't know that, so I didn't yeah. know about that. Uh, I need to read that though. Should we read that and then we can, record? We can read it and then come back to. Okay, it. is that okay? Because I did. They recommended that we read that and I'm down like I'm my thing is and now you know I can keep this part my thing is I need 
I, I'm not okay with just giving black people money because they're black. Like that, I am not okay with just giving a random black person my money. Now, what I do like, and I guess this is what I never thought of, this could be reparations. I don't see it as reparations though, is I'm okay day telling people go support a black business, make go eat at a black establishment, buy products from a black company. Totally cool with that, fine with that. I find it problematic that I'm being asked to give money to a black person just because of the, their skin. And then when I ask who I'm giving to and why I'm, you know, why just I, the white people are literally told that they're being racist, that it's white mm-hmm. supremacy and that we're silencing black voices. To me, like I, I'm telling you, I could show you, I know you believe me, but the, yeah. in the comments, people, the white people were actually being very, and you know me, I'm not trying to be for fragile or, but it was very, yeah, I was not okay You with were that. triggered. I was triggered. And not you, I'm, you, I am all, usually all for, I am for reparations if that's what they consider reparations, like supporting black businesses. I didn't consider that, I didn't consider that reparations. I just thought, hey, that's a great thing to do. Support small black owned businesses. Like, Totally. Even donate and donate to a nonprofit, you know, and that's what the black or white people were saying is like, we don't feel comfortable Venmoing people that we don't know. You know what I mean? They're like, we just aren't comfortable with that just based on the color of their skin. But we are comfortable donating to organizations that are black owned. And so... I agree with that. What What are your thoughts? So one of the things that like I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking to get smarter is like it's funny because we ju- I just had a friend of mine sent a text message to me that says something about uh, what Martin Luther King's message was. Excuse me, my daughter got on me. Martin Luther King Jr. because mm. he was a junior. <laughs> that is when, good. That's yeah. good. She was like, "It's junior." I was like, "You're absolutely right." So. Um, what that means and how do we get reparations now i do believe that the black people of the country there's something owed from this country to black people because we've paid we we gave the indians their land or the native americans their land but we've given look at what we still provide it to the middle east yeah that's what this this activist said too you know like we are still providing money to countries that we went to and tore up like this is not news this is not like 21st century stuff this is like no for sure we've done this so but my question is go ahead sorry so what i do what i what i do believe is that there is something you cannot oppress a people the way that our government has done right. for so long and say, well, not y'all because, well, y'all here now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like our reparations is being here. And so I was looking up the definition. By definition, reparations oh, good idea. is defined by Miriam, Miriam Webster as repairing or keeping in repair, the act of making amends, offering, um, and it, I can't say that we're right, ex, ex Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Expiation. Expiation. E-X-P-I-A-T-I-O-N. Expiation. I don't know what that is. Or giving satisfaction for wrong or injury. Something done or given as amends or satisfaction. A payment of damages. So, specifically, compensation and money or materials payable by a defended Mm. nation for damaging. Excuse me. By defeated nations for damaging damages to or expenditures sustaining by another nation as a result of hostilities with the defeated nation. Usually, 
used in plural. Yeah. Right. And so then you have that. Well, you guys were never a nation. Mm-hmm. You. But how do we get here? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, how do we get here? So, but in yeah. my mind, reparations looks different to me than it did for Martin Luther King. Yeah. Right. Than it did for those that in were in your generation. During, yeah. That, okay. I think general generationally reparations has morphed into something different. There is, and I was like I said, just just had this conversation with my friend. I was like, so what if part of reparations was kids being able to go to school mm-hmm. like black kids just like give us allow us the opportunity to be able to go to school yeah. for free right or maybe it is is providing communities with specific things at no cost to them because we are not where so we who are should be doing that though? i think the united states government right okay so this is where i wanted to bring up this right. is what the the activist said and people said this in the comments that the government's never going to do that. They're, They're not, not doing it. They're not doing so it. So then that's my that's what I want to know next is the next question is do you believe the individual white person owes- I think the individual white person should be a part of holding the government Yeah, advocating. I agree. Absolutely. Like, not no soft... I was about to say soft core stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it's porn or something. (laughs) But but the hardcore, like, really being like... if And and even we're still doing... We're still doing Native Americans wrong. And I'm not going to say we, but the government is still doing Native Americans wrong. But we're just strictly African-Americans. Yes, there has not been anything you can say that affirmative action was upon something that's supposed to help us but we are now in a in a state where it's like affirmative action is used against us yeah do you know what i mean so there there has not been anything for us as a people there hasn't been anything that has tried to provide us with a sustainable future for us that's specifically for us because of the effects that this government has had on yeah. us you know what i mean yeah. everything that has been done has been in spite of because we stopped from um, home ownership, we have the fair housing mm. app because it's always been because yeah, it's of- always in reaction to yes yeah and Martin Luther King said that what did he say I'm gonna botch it but he said like basically we do legislation after something wrong has been done does that make sense like yeah. after after we never do it like pro or for it's always after something's been wrong so I I agree with that I get what you're saying yeah we're on the same page now my question is though the activists that I follow are saying that white people individuals owe black people money she the thing that I don't understand though is that there's no end so how long must we pay you know what I mean how long how many generations does it go there's they're not advocating for a time or a certain amount of money and the other part of it is I don't have money I truly don't like right now you don't have any give. No, I don't. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, we are negative at the end of the paycheck sometimes. It just is what it is. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that, like, it's not, I'm not available to me. And I'm not just saying. Anyway, so what's interesting to me is, and a lot of the white people were saying, I don't want to give to a black person just because of their race. What do you think about that? Right. Well, And I'm saying individually. I'm saying on the basis of, like, Venmoing a black person, you don't know their situation. You just Venmo them. I, mean, I think that you, I treat that as a church situation. If you want to give out of the kindness of your heart to a person, regardless, I'm not even going to put a yeah, color on true. it. Then do it. Like that's what the collection plate is for. You don't always necessarily know what you know, that, or, or unless you put it on the, the the envelope and say, "I want this to go to straight yeah. to the bishop. I want this to go to this yeah. fund or the building fund, which we are." You know what I mean? Like I, I think that there is a there is a level of giving that if you feel so inclined to give. 
yeah, than you get. That's a good point. I don't feel like that is my deal to put a mandate on you, or that's not that that specifically is not my kind of call to action. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I, I get that call to action. It's the same. It's it is along the lines of. Do you uh, agree with it? I really uh, like. I'm trying agree to agree with. Just, just the call that if you are black, white people owe you money. If you are individuals, in, individuals. No, I don't think individuals owe us like money. Would you say that? Here's what I would say. I don't. I would not go to all of my white neighbors and say, hey, "Y'all owe me money because of the white people in this neighborhood." That's what these people are saying. And but, that's I, what... but I also understand the feeling of these individuals have had. What is the word? I'm trying to think of the word. That are I'm you talking about black people? No, no, oh, no. White I'm people. talking about they have, they have benefited, they have benefited yeah. from. The moral flexibility of yes. their yes, and no one's denying ancestors. that. Yeah. And so you're in a position where you probably could give better than most white, most most black folks, yeah. because we are in a place where it's been set up right. that that it's I am to be a happy yeah, and I can acknowledge that. I, I'm, yeah. But but what I'm saying is is that if we start, we will start a civil war trying to. Would, I'm saying we feel like we're already in the middle of a new age yeah. sort of civil war. We will start a civil war just going up to random white folks saying, you owe us money. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, you you owe us money. No, what you do and owe. And we're trying to what say I, that. What I feel you do owe is some some effort to making it right. Yeah. Period. I see that. Like they're there. You're not going to give me to negotiate on that. Whether that's with your vote, I whether agree that's with, with your you. activism. Yeah. Like I'm not saying you individual. No, I know. But I mean, this is what we talk about, and I'm saying I agree with you on that basis. I yeah. do. I agree. I know and acknowledge that I've part. I partake daily in an, a system that is inherently supremac- white supremacist, right? Mm-hmm. Like I definitely am acknowledging my privilege, and I definitely agree with supporting in ways that I can that aren't necessarily monetary. Does that make sense? I just think I agree with you. I think that it muddies the waters when we say it that specifically, like that white people owe black people individually. Because what happens is, like you just said, basically the comments were just big or arguments back and forth about this. And I think it just, just sows more discord. Now, the other thing I can say is I am not against it. If there is a white person that feels so inclined and they have the money to, heck it. yeah, Give do it. it. Yeah, well, donate. What I don't like is being told that you have to mm-hmm. and that you're racist if you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there you're was wild. that. That's kind of wild. No, but but you know, that's the messages that are given to us. Or if we question, if we ask a black person, why, who am I giving to? What do you need it for? I mean, it's your money. I think you have the right to ask who you're giving to. Yeah. And you're not racist for doing that. So this is not the Christmas angel child sort of deal where you're just seeing a name and you're seeing a name, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to give to this child. No. But I, like I said, I will say is I live, I come from the perspective if if I decide to give something, I'm not, I'm not the one to tell you what to do with that gift. Yeah. I'm giving it. So if you feel like you want to give, then... 100%. Go ahead and give. That's true. But, you don't need to ask what you, you can don't, use this for. If, because if it's yeah. in you to give, then it's gone. Once you That's let true. go of it, it's gone. Do what you will. But you've got to be in that headspace to want to give yeah. in that kind and of And I'm way. not against that. Like I said, if white people... What I'm not thinking is healthy, though, is guilting white people into giving. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like guilting or shaming white... And that's where this is coming from, of like saying, like, white people, you've done this. Your people have done this. You're terrible. Unless you give, you're racist. Like, yeah. that's the message that I... I got. Yeah. If you question why 
you should give. You're being racist. You're tone policing. And that's not healthy to me. I'm not okay with that. I'm shaming and guilting people into doing things. It only lasts for so long. Yeah. It only lasts for so long. And a discord, it makes more discord. Now, I'm okay with, I love, I've never even thought about it, but a different way to do MLK instead of posting a quote. I love that. If you are able... And I wish they could say it that way, too. Like, if you are able, it would be great to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you find the local black businesses? Yes. Like, can we can in like, go to webuyblack.com okay, and go great. buy something cool. from a black business? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And in light of Martin Luther, and, and not just the light of Martin Luther King Day, but we all advocate for this. That's a great way. That is a practical, great way to make change and undo white supremacy and and work and chip away at a system that has advantages to white people, mm-hmm. right? I think that's practical to seek out the black owned business, to seek out the black owned, you know, restaurant in your in your neighborhood and and do it on purpose. Cause that anyway, that's I, how I feel. So and then on when I listen to those things, I see the hurt. Yeah. The hurt and the pain as a black person and how, like I told you, like we are all united. So where she's saying that, I don't 100% agree, but I feel you. Like, I feel what you're saying. Like, I'm there with you. I'm there. Like, I get it. I get what you're trying to do. And I know you're just trying to do right by our people because somebody, somewhere we want to just do right by us at some point. And so it's her. It's like, you know what? No, fuck that. That's what it is like. If you white, you're gonna give us something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and muscling that out of people is not my my opinion the way to go. Right. But I could I understand I can empathize where that sort of demand comes sure. from in a sense of like, sure. and it is not even a it is a sense of entitlement, but not entitlement because um, because just because I said so, it's because. I know that there's no way that I would be in the situation that I am had I not been kept out of the education table, the housing market, you know, um, neighborhoods. Had I not been kept, had we not been real life, had our stuff not been taken from us, burned down lives, countless lives that were taken who knows where we would be? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Because so much has been taken. Yeah. When we look at Martin Luther King, he was taken from us. Right. And we don't know where we would be at this point with him, but we know where we are without him. Mm-hmm. And we know why he was gone, right? Yeah. And, and I can agree. I can see where you're coming from with the pain and I can acknowledge it. Yeah. I like that. I, no, I don't like it. But, but I mean, I get what you're saying and I can acknowledge that. I just... I know that it's not in me to give, you know, right. But it's like also at the same time, it's, I just, what's difficult is that these voices are louder than most. And so as white people, this is what we think we need to do. And we're not going to create better relationships if they're based on Mm -hmm. shame and guilt, right? I mean, basically what you're going to have is... It's that, we've talked about this, like the white people are going to the back, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, okay, but that's not a, that's not a, it's not healthy and it also, it's just not, it's not conducive to relationships. We could not be friends if you constantly told me, you're a white person, you're a colonizer, yeah, called you out for your people's shit. I mean, but we <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and made I know it, like you need to own it. You need to own it. Yeah, and uh-huh. if you constantly had me doing that in this work, yeah, I couldn't sit. I mean, there's no way I could we do this. Do and it's not even because I'm fragile in my in my whiteness. It's just that that's not a healthy friendship. No. you can't. At some point, when do we forgive? Right. I'm not asking people to move on, but mm-hmm. when do we acknowledge something's been done wrong? And okay, that's 
that is my point. That's my takeaway. That is my bottom line. When when are the white people done? When, what is, is there a dollar amount that we have to give? Does that make sense? Yeah. How long do the reparations have to go on, right? I'm not saying that we can't give them, but like how many years are we going to do this until we can say, like, when are we forgiven? Yeah. Does it make sense? Uh, it makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. It's just, <laughs> like, well, it's like, what's interesting, yeah. it's just like, we how long can we be angry? How long? I mean, maybe I could see until the injustices are yeah, level. Girl, that ain't that, that. I'm not. I'm not being a pessimist, but I'm just saying there will always be people yeah. who are on the core, like on the other, on the contrary side of like yeah. I will never love an inward. Never. I will never do anything for them because yeah. they don't deserve it. We made this world a better place. They're always. It's always gonna that's be true. there. But see, so you so got. Then are those... we always in this cycle of needing to give reparations, <laughs> right? Because that's. I don't know. I like think... that's not a way forward. This is not to me. I don't know. What I think is like we've got to get we've got to get real about the system that we're in. Yeah. Like everybody, black folks, white folks, I mean white folks, non-white folks as a whole. Yeah. We've got and there are people who are really getting a better understanding. Okay, so we're in this system. Like how do we up? Uh, how do we give this system? Yeah. How do we put a shock to the system? Yes, ma'am. I would agree and, with that. I mean, I agree with you a lot. And I think from the white perspective, it's just even coming to the table and realizing that we benefit from white privilege. And unfortunately, that in itself is very difficult. I mean, me saying this will trigger so many white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saying I that, know that. Saying that I very much so partake in a system that has benefited me because of my skin. So I get, I get, I can see the black side too, where it's like that we're not even to the place where we can acknowledge white Can't privilege. Even acknowledge it. Yeah, like I, I am, I am, I am radical to white people that I can say that. You know what I mean? People yeah. would say, "Are you kidding me? I grew up poor." They can't even acknowledge. Anyway, if we can't even acknowledge slavery as a bad thing right. as a nation, yeah. has that happened? Right, and they and they still say it was two hundred plus years ago. Why are we still on it? Listen, if we can apologize to people for the Holocaust, if we can apologize yeah. people for Hiroshima, if we can apologize to people for uh, bombing civilians in the Middle East, like if we can do these things, we can at least acknowledge the stuff that we've done, the shit that we've done in our own country. And we have not gotten to a point where on a national level, people are saying. I agree. Yeah, in the I people agree. in the system, the people that we put and in the politicians. System, yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. Yes, I know, and that's what this to... activist said. I think something that I also find unhealthy, though, is that when white people try to have these, just see, we get to have these discussions yeah, because you're open to hearing me. What I am seeing in these comments is white people are straight being shut down, yeah. and they're not. They're not coming from the place. They're 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 genuine. Like one woman asked, "Well, I'm not comfortable just giving," and she brought up a good point. I'm not comfortable just giving just like one individual money. And also, how is this? How is that working to end systemic racism? And I was like, "That's a great question to me. How is me donating ten dollars really ending oppression?" Right? Yeah. And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. In return, that she was told that she was racist for asking that question. No. I disagree. I just think I get, I get, listen, what I wouldn't have did is I wouldn't have said it in that forum. Mm -hmm. And and so they'd ask me, and 
on a page like that, right? Uh-huh. On a because that's her space, right? Or whoever that that lady was. Yeah, that's it's Erica Hart. Yeah. Okay, so like that's her space on a page like that. Is that really the form that you want to put that out? Okay, there in? and that's we're having the conversation that everyone said because the black people did say that. Like, is that's, this really well, the space then that the you want to bring that in? Because yeah. you know, you know what you you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. So this is the thing. Is that no, but what if she really doesn't? That's yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. And this here it comes down this, to intent versus impact, and we go through this all the time. But I agree with the white people on this one in the sense, in the comments of their, look, she puts out work. Okay. Right. So like this would be, we are in this space. We put out work. We do this work. If someone challenges us, would you just shut them down? But we're in a different, again, the way yeah, we do we, business is true. different. It is. It, it, not, it is not. We don't all do business the same way. Not all black ath- activists are there to teach white yeah, folks. Sometimes true. we're just there to activate our own people. Yeah, like, that's, that's just that's just it. That's true. And, and to rally our people and to empower But aren't people. people, if you are putting out a body of work, aren't people entitled to their opinion? How can you Absolutely. shut down a conversation they're entitled they're entitled to your opinion and they can give it but they cannot control your response that's true period that's true that from both sides both sides the white person can be ignorant and say what they want or can be spot on can be spot on and i or ask a question out of ignorance genuinely but again we don't know the white person's intent and i can acknowledge that i can acknowledge that white people definitely go into spaces probably more often than not with bad intent trying to start who knows stir a pot but i think it's dangerous when someone does come to a space to learn and i saw a white person just get attacked yeah. for asking what a do question. you think they did about black folks after that that's my point that's exactly what i'm Forget trying them. to they're just mad right Right. Mm-hmm. And then it plays into the stereotype of the angry black person yeah. who, yeah. But anyway, I mean, it also plays into the thing of we are all individuals. And when you're talking about the World Wide Web, mm-hmm. there are so many different kinds of people on there that even though you may have one site or one faction of people that are coming at you hard, that doesn't mean that all of us are coming at you hard that way. That right. doesn't mean that we all, but like I but said. But if those are the loudest voices, though, yeah. unfortunately. But, but what do we say to people is that sometimes you have to seek out that's true. different Voices. You should. Yeah. You have to seek out different voices. Everyone's not speaking that language. Again, as a chocolate person, I can empathize. I can understand. I know the strong feelings. And I told you when we talk about our biases, I have to fight a lot of those biases to do this sometimes. That's like true. just like okay, yeah. it's okay. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And it's okay to have that anger too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not. It's real. That's not, not that fake they need anger. My permission, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's not fake outrage, but I but I just personally believe that we are in a day and age in the 21st century that reparations looks different to me. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It, I don't I don't believe that on an individual level, like we shouldn't be going house to house. But if there are people that want to give in that way, then fuck it. Go that would it. be my takeaway too. I would. I'm not saying I really. That's what yeah. my is because I can't give. Truly, I can't right now. And if I could, I actually would be one of those white people that yeah. would. But. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. If white people want to give, but I would hope that they're giving out of a place of just wanting to give instead of being shamed and guilted. Yeah. That's my message to white people too, is just be realizing I don't, if someone's guilting or shaming you into doing anything, 
it's It's not healthy healthy. to be yeah I don't think that's okay so if you're giving because you feel like you have to because you're a bad white person and you're partaking in a system that benefits you which we are but you're giving because you feel bad you feel like you want to I I don't like that but if you feel like you you're like you know what wow I learned I want to I also support like if I could give the, the activist that does this even if I disagree with her I can give to that because I support her work even if I disagree with some parts of it mm-hmm. yeah I, and there's not I don't think there's much else that I can say on top of right that, no me neither and I agree with you I think the conclusion that I came to you can came to I agree with yeah and, and I get I like the other takeaway I have is that I can empathize with the anger yeah I mean I can't as a you know what I mean yeah I'm you know like what but <laughs> obviously she but, mad <laughs> but I ain't stressing yeah there you go but yeah right but I, I can't get it, but I'm saying that while I acknowledge the pain, I can acknowledge where this is coming from. Yep. And so my soul what, now what? I yep. think that was your soul and now what? It I, is. I, I, I it definitely that. is. I value you bringing this conversation to yeah. the table. And I just, I really do think that... Um, that if we're going to look at reparations, right, if yeah. we're going to say, all right, it's time, it's time to get back what we owe, that it it, it cannot just be uh, non-white voices, mm-hmm. you know, or in this case, it just can't be black voices. It, it, it can't because in order to, to, again, to put a shock to a system that needs to make these changes, we've got to have people. Even if we all voted for one thing. And that's my point, is that you're losing white people. I'm not, I'm not saying we need to tailor a message or water it down. No. But, I, but if you're telling us that we're guilty, we're bad because we're white, we need to give back. It, you're losing allies. I don't know. It's yeah. just my opinion. Hey, do it how you want to do it. But I, like I said, that's true. I'm, right. I'm down, she has the right to do it. I'm down with some education for some of these kids, like real education. Like I'm, I'm down with fixing the school systems at, at no cost to some of these communities sure. because they have been, the system has prevented them from being successful. I am so down with saying, you know what? We put these people in the projects and we set up these things to um, um, keep them there. So how about we pull some of them out and give them the life skills and the home to start a successful life so that they can sustain those things? Because we're not only fighting not having the dollars, we're fighting not having the mindset Mm. of Mm -hmm. ownership and of those sorts of things. So it's like it's there is a lot to be to be worked on. And um, what that how that happens, I don't freaking know. But I know that advocacy like we just talked about mm-hmm. just just understanding the way things are are they work in our country yeah, and that's, is a starting point because right. a lot of us had before 45 thought that the government it just worked it just did what it did <laughs> right and like he's starting to help us realize that oh shoot <laughs> it don't just yeah. do what it do right like you got to get not i'm not saying all of us because there are some people who have been activists in this sort of thing forever but now it's like oh snap like I need to talk to my congressperson. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to, I need I need to, to show up. up. Yes! The Great and, Awakening, that's yeah. what we call it. And I, there's a Great Awakening for white people in realizing that they partake in white privilege. So if you're listening to this and you're white, you do have white privilege. Whether how angry that makes you or not, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it was gifted. It was given to you the moment that you came out without all that melanin. Right. 
It is what it is. You were born into that club. I, just I, to, I was born into a club. After of this one, I angeriness. right. No, I get it, and yeah. I think for white people, I need to share. It's unco- it's like called unpacking white privilege, and it's just like ninety ways that we partake in it. It's just yeah. it's how I was introduced to white privilege, and it was just it lists all the ways that we benefit. Ooh, it, yeah, so I think that would be helpful because that was a starting point for me, and it's also very triggering. Also, why I say stay open and stay curious. Stay curious. That's why I'm not ending the podcast but that's why I say that all the time I mean I say it to everyone because I think it's a good way to live live your life but to white people when you're coming into the race conversation stay open I definitely think this is something that we keep talking about yeah no this is a really good one and I think a lot of our listeners this I know our listeners are white listeners are coming into understanding what white privilege is and if you don't know that's fine yeah yeah and I want to use that I want to use our anger for amazing things yeah that's it. Yeah. Uh, I just and you to, can. Yep. Yeah. And and if you've got people, I will tell you the way that I am using my anger with regards to this sort of thing is teaching and guiding and advocating other people like me on how to do the same thing mm-hmm. for themselves. Because it's I, you cannot be the only, if you're out here doing this work, you cannot be the only one showing up for all black folks. Like the more you empower people with their voices, I mean, on a neighborhood by neighborhood level, you show people how they can show up for themselves and for their children. That makes your voice get louder and louder and louder and louder until everybody in the community is able to speak and articulate the need of the community on a local level Mm -hmm. then on a state level then on a federal level. That's important. Straight up. Yeah. Because we, we, we have to know how to show up. We're getting there, I think. And it's learning. Yeah, learning how to show up. Getting, that's, that's, what, a process that's what Dr. Too. King was doing. Yeah. He was helping poor folks understand. Guess it's what? Really not Y'all different are than, poor. It's not really any different than what you're doing right now. No. It's no We're different. just doing it a little different. Yeah. In the millennium. Nope. Or not millennium. Um, <laughs> As millennials. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, that's that was a good one. Yeah, I say that after everyone, <laughs> <laughs> but I really think I'm bringing you guys premium content. Premium. This might have triggered some people though. Yeah, it's all if you're triggered. Reparations are hey, bust. Sit with. Hey, I don't. Let me say I don't agree. I don't disagree with the hashtag. But what is reparations? Yes, I think and as what a people we like? need to define that. Yeah. Yep. We can't. Okay. We we've done the thing of just throwing money at problems. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, yeah, it ain't working. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, what does reparations look like in two thousand nineteen? Yes. Okay, we're back. You thought you got rid of us. Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy that episode? I hope so. Did you? Did it make you get in your feeling or think? Yeah. I hope so. Um, but speaking of thinking, I did a lot of thinking about this. Same here. And I read some more. I read ta Coates wrote, I think it's called The Case for Reparations. We'll put it in the yes. show notes. But it was uh, very long. <laughs> it took me a while to read it. And I kind of skimmed through some parts because he's a good writer. But um, And I wrote, I read this quote that I wanted to share with you guys real quick because it kind of changed and evolved what my thoughts on reparations. Okay. But I believe that wrestling publicly with these questions matters as much as, if not more than, the specific answers that might be produced. An America that asks what it owes its most vulnerable citizens is improved and humane. 
an America that looks away is ignoring just not just the sins of the past, but the sins of the present and the certain sins of the future. More important than any single check cut to any African American, the payment of reparations would represent America's maturation. I screw that word up. <laughs> out of the childhood myth of its innocence into a wisdom worthy of its founders. So a lot of words to say that asking the questions is important. And I didn't really think about that until I'd read this article that I actually, because we talked about one of the activists here, I, I thought she was kind of divisive. And I think to me, if we look back on history, one of the bigger things that we'll see is how important that she's bringing this conversation up, mm -hmm. that we should be talking about it, that we should be questioning the effects of slavery still. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So what I got from the almighty Ta-Nehisi yeah. Coates is that just from the standpoint of, I still think that, you know, reparations looks very different. It, it's more than just a check. I still, it's something more and deeper than that. But I am now coming from the the mindset of, of, of a part of we as Americans um, providing reparations in a sense is finding the oppression in the policies mm -hmm. and fixing that. Yeah. Because there's no, you can give money to communities. We see it now. They get money and money, money, but then it's, it's the policies that are, are, that are created by, um, by the, the government, in which we live in that negate any of, of that help, any of those reparations. So yes, I, I appreciate what the activist is doing, but I also know that there is, it is a, that is putting a band-aid on a gaping mm. wound. Yeah. But it's something. And it's I don't something. discredit I don't discredit that that's something, but I know when you have an audience that at least I feel when you have an audience that it's important that we look at policy too. Yeah. Well that's why it comes home to me of like and I did change my mind. I think like I said you can't even look at the policy unless someone challenges you. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I think what but at the same time, it took a lot of work to get me there. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I think um, there was a, we, as I was doing a reading, there's a Detroit um, congressman, I think it's John Connors, who, mm -hmm. what is it, HB 40? HR 40. It's the House bill for, um, you know, by, uh, out of Michigan to just study this. Yeah. And we've even... never studied it. He points out, like, we study everything from water, housing, roads, uh, the environment. Mm -hmm. Why aren't we willing to study our history and of what we've done and even bring up the question? Yeah. And we're afraid to. And I think because I've seen this over and over again, I think our white fragility keeps us from looking at history the way it really is. Yeah, and, and, and the interesting part of this particular bill, if you read the beginning of the bill that this is what kind of set me off to like who is and who is on this constitution and um, um civil liberties committee or or what is it the the subcommittee for uh constitution and civil justice because all the bill is saying is to acknowledge and i'm quoting from the congress.gov yeah. website about what this bill does it says to acknowledge the fundamental injustice cruelty and brutality and inhumanity of slavery in the united states and the 13 colonies between 1619 and 1865 and to establish a commission to examine the institution of slavery subsequently de jure and de facto 
I hope I said that right, de jure and de facto racial and economic discrimination against African-Americans and to in, and the impact of these forces on living African-Americans to make recommendations to Congress and appropriate remedies for the purpose. And that's where we get in the policy piece. Yeah. That's where we get in the policy piece because one thing that um, Ta-Nehisi said um, in an interview that he did that that kind of cut deep into all these things that we're saying is that white percent, white supremacy doesn't contradict uh, oh, American say democracy. Say it again for the people in the back, and I keep saying that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, he says it's not contradicting to yeah. American deci- the, uh, democracy. It is. It birthed it. It nurtured it, and it financed it, and that's our heritage. Yeah, and that we as Americans, in looking at that heritage and taking making the bold steps that we do, as almost like these global trailblazers, is is what is going to make us great. To 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 give power to being the trailblazers and really looking at reparations in a in and just looking at it. Period. Yeah. Right, and that's the conclusion that I check. came to. Yeah. That's the con- and that's exactly what Tanahasi said is like, you know, it's it's not about any check cut to African Americans. It's looking at it, 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 if we looked at it, it would mean that America had matured. Yes. And I'm just going to go out there and say cuz I believe it, we haven't well, obviously haven't matured. Mm-hmm. We, if you can't even bring this conversation up to white people without them getting angry. Heck, I'll even put myself on the line. I got angry when I was thinking about it Be- mm-hmm. because it I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it forces us, if we studied it, it forces us to look at slavery. It forces yeah. us to look at separate but equal. It forces us to look at Jim Crow. Yeah. It forces us to look at redlining yeah. and look at the effects that it's really had on And still people. has. Mm-hmm. And still has. Yeah. And I think uh, we talk about history all the time, and I think it's because we have this romantic notion of America and what, who we are and what we stand for. And, and what he said, that's really good. White supremacy does not contradict American democracy. It here's the thing it's there's not literally not black and white when you come to history it's gray america was amazing and america has done amazing things but then there were also terrible things happen right did Mm -hmm. you could you see what i'm saying like there were amazing things happening and terrible at the same time right america it's messy and and what i think is dangerous is when we can't look at the bad things that we've done and and hold them in our hands and all 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 congressmen um um, Conyers is asking is for asking for us to look at the consequences of our of slavery. Yeah, that's all I feel like this is asking, and that's what we are kind asking us to do. Saying. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what he said. As as Americans, no matter what you look like, as Americans, we need to start looking and also studying because that's something that we do. The consequences of our history. Wow, and. And there's nothing wrong with that because truth be told, as the great Mr. Coates said, is that no matter what happens, I too am paying taxes and I will have to put into, as a black person, into whatever that solution looks like. Yeah. Whatever it does. So it's not just a white issue. It's American issue. And so if you're deeming yourself as an American, um, we have to ultimately look at this as an American issue and what we're going to do to do right by it other Americans, specifically African-Americans. Wow. I don't have anything else to say. That was good. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I know that I I can say like I grow from this work. I really grew from this one. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I learned and I had a discovery and that's why Con I wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you'll join us as we continue the conversation every Thursday yes. on Facebook, Instagram, and I believe this week Thank on you. YouTube. So join us, like, su- subscribe, rate, yep. review, yep. and then just And then just join us on Thursday and live Thursday and put your comments on. Nine o'clock. We love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Thank you for listening. Hope stay open, stay curious, and make it a great day once again. (laughs) And a big thank you to our sponsor, Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn. Ding!